Welcome back to another episode, and this episode is about The Matrix. We have another guest. We have a guest again. Guess who's back. Back again. Guess who's back. Tell a friend. (laughs) Guess who's back. back. (laughs) All right, I ain't got got the copyright for that. You got it out. out. (laughs) Hi, guys. We gotta cut it before uh, copyright hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they be like, "Hold up, now, take this shit off the internet." Uh, cut it. I'm sorry, Eminem. Sorry, Shady. Slim <laughs> Shady. Ah, so The Matrix, 1999. This movie is old enough to drink now, right? Like that's like, how old this movie is. But. Say you got from this viewing of it. Well, I have like two pages of notes and everything, which starts with quotes and just random things that I put on there. But in general, the first time I saw this movie when was when it actually came out. And I was fucking eight years old. So I did not know none of this shit. <laughs> I just remember the cool action. So like, oh, stop watching! <laughs> like, ooh, like guns and fighting and shit. I, that, that's all I was paying attention to. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't seen it since. I was like, this has been a long time since seeing it, so I don't really pay attention. So I watched it Friday, and I was like, oh shit, this is different. And then I just watched it a second time today, and I watched it. I just watched it. Friday just kind of just run through and right. way I actually stopped played stopped played stopped played and it took me like three hours <laughs> so I've got hella notes and hella things to say well let's jump into it what, what's the what's literally the first thing you wrote down the first thing I wrote down was a quote and it was by god damn it I forgot the guy's name but basically this is when Neo has you know, kind of gotten to, into any, everything and he's got the little thing on the back of his head and he's eating this, what is it called? Like, it's like the amino acids that it's not really oh, like- Oh, the like essential foods they were eating. Just like the, They're supposed to be eating and the guy sitting next to him is telling him how he designed the woman in the red. And he said, to deny our own impulses is to deny the very thing that makes us human. So I wrote that down because he was describing the one, woman in the red because obviously an instinct was attraction. Right. What's crazy is the first thing you wrote down is so far into the movie. And like the first thing I wrote down was well into the beginning. Let me get to my notes. Well, I went back and wrote everything down. But the, I wrote that, the quote that, that I wrote that down, that was actually when I watched it the first time. Like, I just watched it one through, but that was the one thing that stuck out to me. So I was hurried up and wrote it down. No, yeah, I get it. That, and, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's, I, that's what I find interesting. So yeah. the first thing I wrote down was like, oh, shit, that's right. This movie starts off with a badass female first. Badass female is the first thing you see. Mm-hmm. She's not even technically the main character. I was yeah. like, hmm. Killing it. Killing it. Flips and shit and sliding down shit and running in the air. And this is something I remembered. Um, I remember kind of in the moment, but then I thought about more a couple years after when I watched it again. I was like, before The Matrix, fighting in American movies was kind of trash. <laughs> like hand-to-hand combat in American movies was trash back in the yeah. day. Yep. And it just But then the Matrix came out and everybody was like, oh a whole other level. And then now then you see the whole the 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 way the camera trick and everything, the stop moment. Even Shrek did it. Mm-hmm. Like everybody was like, oh, let's steal this movie afterwards, after this movie came out. So yeah, yeah writing scenes that, that definitely caught my eye. Like I said, I was eight years old when I watched the first. I was like, oh shit. And it's a badass female, you know what I'm saying? Like Uh, because for me i was very into charlie's angels so that was already shut up 
Just look. We already had the conversation. We already had the conversation. We're not even gonna talk about it no more. You're not gonna you're not gonna say shit about my movie, gotcha. Anyway. <laughs> so when I start when I watched it the second time today, the thing that I wrote down first was of course everybody who's ever known anything about the Matrix is the red pill, red pill, blue pill thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just kind of thought about it myself. It's like, would I end up taking the red pill or would I stick with the blue pill? Because it, it's because there is really no going back after you take that red pill. Yeah, and it's a part of what I think about the movie mostly is is about identity and like. You could choose to accept this person that you actually know yourself to be, mm-hmm. or you can choose to be what you've been this whole time and what people expect from you. Like that, like that was, that's your two decisions. Yeah. Which then kind of starts into the next thing that I wrote, which was the overall symbolism of mirrors. Mirrors equals reception, reception equals reality, reality equals matrix. So I kind of reception just, or precept. Reception. Oh. Yeah. And that and that is not an accident. Like that's the thing that was taking over his body when they were trying to pull him out. Is like that is not an accident that they chose a mirror. You know they did that on purpose. Yeah. yeah. And then the whole thing is like you see all the mirrors within the uh, the movie itself. The reflecting off the sunglasses and everything so which Huge yeah mirror. i did not notice that as much the first time like there's a lot of mirror work in this movie mm-hmm. and then when we get to the spoon same type of thing and um in that i'm noticed when they were going through that that one simulation the red woman simulation and they stop because like he's like turn around look again and it's like the agent is no longer mm-hmm. the woman. When it reflects in Morpheus's glasses, it doesn't reflect any of the background shit. Mm-hmm. It only reflects Neo and the agent with a gun in his face. Like that's it. Nothing else is reflected in his glasses. I thought that was strange. Cause that that's what he's facing the whole time. Yeah. So he's got to, I guess the the whole thing about that scene was he was trying to show him you have to ignore all this other stuff that's going on and focus on what the actual thing that you're fighting about is and that that's what i was getting from that too and that because you know the whole reason i wanted to like go back and rewatch it is because like the wachowskis went from they went from men and they transitioned into women and it's like is this kind of what they were going through is this like i I watched that part too i watched uh one of those rabbit hole type of reviews where they mm-hmm. revealed that part. So I didn't, I didn't, I had no clue about that. About uh, the, and I was, I wondered like, oh, I, I was like, I wonder is this how a trans person sees like the idea of, okay, let me decide to accept who I really am. Let me block out everything else. Fuck the world. I know what I'm supposed to be and I wasn't born that. So let me fight this. Like, is that? Is I wonder is that how they felt? I feel like, I feel like that could be a really. I mean, especially since the, they made the movie as a reflection of that. And then there was the line that Trinity said. Well, he first said, "I thought you were a guy," and then she says, "Well, most do." That was the second thing I wrote down. Yeah, I was like, hmm, hmm. Yeah, very. very significant <laughs> although and I still a... yeah sorry I, I still I wrote down the 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 hotel thing at the heart of the city or whatever like they kept showing the camera going down that hotel or motel that they were coming to mm-hmm. so I I really don't know the significance of that but I feel like it did it twice but the beginning and at the end so I feel like there's some type of significance there to that because why would you focus on the side of this, uh, the hotel sign? It's weird that you clung on to that because I clung on to the, the, the um, so in the beginning when he gets like that FedEx delivery of the phone, 
Yeah. He talked to his boss, which like purposely looked like an agent because yep. it's like society agents, they all want you to conform and be what you're supposed to be. Yep. But like when they cut to him and he's at his desk, he's literally like his computer is not on. There's nothing on his desk. He's just sitting there like just in just sitting there. Mm-hmm. It's like a fixture. Like he's not living a life. He's not doing anything. He's just sitting there. It was also to to add to the fact that we are in the matrix of we're just going through the motions of life and doing our jobs and you know we're just sticking mm-hmm. to a certain reality. So yeah, so maybe like the focus on the hotel is like that. That is the thing that's going to take you away from this mundane, this normal, this standard shit, and that's why the focus maybe. Possibility. I, I I just wrote it down because I'm like, okay, this keeps going here. So some sums with that. Um other things I wrote it down. Um, you know, of wrote course. It down? Wrote it down. I wrote it down. Listen to my country oh. accent. Okay. <laughs> Don't try me. Anyway. <laughs> the next thing I wrote down was, of course, this whole thing with the fucking Greek mythology. I swear to God, it's throughout the whole damn thing. Morpheus, the name is for the son of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um and basically how he connects is through dreams, which is this whole entire thing. Um, there was the something other? else significant about Morpheus within Greek mythology. I can't remember. Damn. Go ahead, though. Well, it was the main thing that I wrote down was that it's the, the son, of, uh, son of sleep and how uh, it was connected through dreams. Oh, Cypher. Um, this yeah. bastard. Yeah, that motherfucker. I can't stand it. But then I looked up the definition just to see if there was anything to it. Cypher is a message written in secret code. Spies during World War II sometimes communicated using ciphers. Mm-hmm. And cipher is an unimportant person who's blank or devoid of personality. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the other that's the other thing I noticed about like the that's what you notice about the movie, like yeah, when you're a kid you don't notice it, but as an adult, especially an adult who like watches movie and like watches storytelling, they didn't nothing was subtle with stuff like that. With like mm-hmm. the main plot of the movie, it's not subtle. It's like it tells you right out his name is Neo. That's one mixed around. Mm-hmm. it's like it's not a maybe if he's the one it's like he is the one that's not the question here that's not what the question is of the movie about the question is like not if he's the one if the question is how does, does he, he become it yeah and does he believe he's the one because that was also like, the issue all throughout the movie yeah uh, it's like yeah it's, we're not gonna there is no bait here we're not gonna dangle it he's the one that's <laughs> fucking, it's it's facts he's the one he is obviously a traitor. Like, the movie doesn't hide anything that, like, normal movies would try to hide. Like, normal it movies would try to hide that shit. A whole... It, it foreshadows everything. Yeah, it... Hell, foreshadows... It, it gives it to you. Like, it gives it to you. It's like, here. Like, because we don't want you to focus on that. We don't want you to wonder who's, like... Because that's not what... That's not what our story's about. Like, that's is the this is the prism that we're going to put our story through, but that's not what it's about. It's about how do you become who you already are? Which also brought me to, because I I swear this, we didn't watch it, but we should have watched it. It's like a fucking intro to goddamn philosophy, this whole entire movie. Everything, every dialogue that I listened to was basically stuff that we already argued points of and, uh, my intro to philosophy class. So then I also wrote, well, I didn't write it, but I just looked at it on here. The quote came up to me with the identity thing because he constantly is uh, denying that he's possibly the one and he feels like, you know, is doubtful. So the quote, 
first, I first heard it from Coach Carter, but it's uh, a quote by Marion Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that, uh, that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light and not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, no, who are you not to be? Um, you are, your playing small does not serve the world. There is, not, there is nothing enlightening about shrinking so that the other person won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. You're gonna hate me for what? this. What? But like, yes, that does make sense. And that perfectly makes sense for this because that's how like, that's how a lot of these uh movies, movies that tell these kind of stories are like with the mentor that like already knows who you are, already knows you're special. Like, it, it's the it, it's a story you've heard a million times. Like it's Matrix, it's Harry Potter, mm -hmm. it's Star Wars. Like you, it, it's all these things. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it's like oh, so he feels like he has like imposter syndrome because he's like it's yeah. not supposed to be me. Like, yeah. yeah, it's obviously you because that's the, and it's and it's like it's obviously you because yeah. it's obviously all of us. <laughs> <laughs> This is why you're going through this right now. <laughs> but it's like, it's obviously you because it's all—it's obviously always all of us. And I feel like they hit that on the head in a different way by saying like, because first of all, you got fucking Morpheus telling him like, look, it's not real. Y you can do whatever the fuck you want. You can do whatever you want. And then he, was, he tells him the story about the person who was like, who was born and learned to like remake the matrix and all that shit. What they do with like how you, what you just said, like that quote, it's literally the one could be anybody in this instance. It just happens to be you because this is your story. Mm. But like, we are all the one in our own lives. You're all the one. It's mm -hmm. all about you deciding to become who you are. Because, like, any one of them could have done what he did. They just needed to believe that they could do it. Because that's all the Matrix is. Believing yeah. that you can do something. Because it's like, yeah, this shit not, that matters, not real. I can manipulate it. <laughs> oh, and then they kept talking about uh, the, last the last city being Zion. I wrote that down. Oh, yeah. Um... Which which there's so many references to that in all types of mythology, and a uh, few in Christianity and all that kind of stuff. So oh yeah, this movie is biblical, and it gets further biblical like the more it goes down. But hell, and that's another thing about how they didn't hide it. Like when he was like selling the guy the the, the like illegal thing in the beginning, he was like, "You're my personal uh, savior, my Jesus Christ." You're like, and then he also like, hey, this guy. <laughs> Yeah, right here. Uh, then he also said, you need to unplug. And then he literally yeah. got unplugged. <laughs> yeah, like, this. Is, they were like, look, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's also, like, a good movie for you to watch, for you to first learn and understand, like, how to dissect movies. Because no movie, I don't give a fuck what movie it is, no good movie is ever about just the thing that you're watching. It's always about something else under the surface. Mm -hmm. And this one was like, we're gonna make sure the others, the surface is very obvious. Like, it's gonna be so fucking obvious. It's gonna be a gravel surface so you can look here. <laughs> so like everything else, what this movie's really about, it's under the surface so you can dig and get to it quick. It's great. Well, I wrote other things about like, when he was starting to talk to the Oracle, the Oracle told him, you know, uh, you have the gift, but it looks like you're wa you're waging for something. And basically told him what he wanted to hear, or other words, needed to hear in order to feel like he was right about not being the one. That his doubt had to, had to lie to him, basically. Yeah. He's like, oh, if I tell you what, and that's when, uh, that's why I... First of all, I love that actress as as that character. Like it, 
I don't know what it was. She just knew what she was doing as that role. Like she just knew what she was doing. It was but the like, perfect. She, I loved it. <laughs> I was just like, this is this is perfect. Because when she was like, "Hey, don't worry about the okay. thing once you break it," and then she was like, "What's gonna really mess with you is if you would have done it if I didn't say it." And then she proceeds to say something because she knows what he'll do if she says this or that. So she mm-hmm. says the lie because she knows what he'll do. And I was mm-hmm. like, Fucked ah, him that's up. so good. Fucked him up. <laughs> that is such, that is then, that then, like, then, then just like any other person, you know, that just makes you feel all warm and soft inside. She's like, you know what? Take a cookie. Right and, right here, here, baby, take a cookie. And by the time you finish this cookie, you will feel better. You'll be right as rain, as she said. Yeah, and which also speaks to like the whole like uh, manifestation of things. Like just saying it is believing it will happen. Manifestation. And I, I, I'm, I, there can't be an accident that both his mentor and the Oracle were both black like that. Feels like they're like (laughs) that. Feels like they're trying to say something. I mean, do we have to say it? It's just it's too obvious. (laughs) That's just like we're both seeing the duality of being us is that we're both seen as the villain and the savior. Yeah. Uh, Ah. Also, I wrote down what dude said when he was trying to hack into Neo's, uh, not Neo, he was trying to hack into Morpheus's mind when they captured him. Uh, He said that he realized that we're not actually mammals and that we move to an area to multiply. And that's the only way that we are able to survive is to spread to another area, just like a virus. Yeah, okay. I love Hugo Weaving. He is dope. He, <laughs> he is the white Sam Jackson. Like, he's been in everything dope. <laughs> like, he is. He's been in everything dope. And he's never bad in anything. Like, ever. And when he hit that, and when he was like, look, we, you have to give me this because I need to get this done because I don't want to do this anymore. He's like, I want to get out of here. And I was like, that is crazy. Like, that's that, that's that figure that like wants you to conform so they could just like fucking go sit back down. Because you doing you just obviously bothers them. It's like all I'm doing is sitting here being me. Why you why why do me being me bother you? And that's like, a why- recipe for every struggle that certain people have us lgbt like there's all types of things that that exact thing could fit yeah i'm just doing me i'm just i'm just being a black girl being a black bisexual girl yeah it's like why the fuck does me doing me bother you go sit your ass down you don't conform. right you don't have to try to mold me to be what you want to be it's crazy it's so crazy but the movie like it expresses it so simply and like how did i not notice this like the first time watching this well, I, the first time I watched it, it was I was eight years old, so I wasn't gonna get none of this. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, but it's like it's like you probably did pick on it, pick up on it subconsciously, but you didn't yeah. know that you were doing that. Yeah, I was just like, ooh, action! And everybody doing the Matrix way, like. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so other things because I wrote down a lot, and we gonna get through some of this shit. Yeah, keep going, keep going. Um, uh, da, 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 da. What else? Oh, yeah, when he he was basically just coming out of all of that and, uh, you know, uh, his muscles had atrophied and they were trying to fix him after, you know, he had came out of it. Uh, he asked Morpheus, why do my eyes hurt? And he said, because you never used them before. I was like, oh, shit. 
Just that was a beautiful little something. Huh? I said that was a beautiful little something. Yeah, I, I was like, I, I keyed on it, so I had to write it down. Um, da, 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 da. The Matrix is everywhere. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth that you are a slave, Neo. <laughs> Direct quote. And, let's see, and then that scene, that's that scene that got me like, oh, fuck, like these movies are technically all the same. Because like that's literally like, that's Obi-Wan talking to Luke, saying like, the forces in you around, in you, around you is everywhere. Like, fuck, the force, the Matrix, it's all the fucking same. <laughs> but like, maybe there's something right about this. This is this is. Hey, I mean, there I, a lot of formula and it works. A lot of people think we live within the simulation, man. And 2020 was weird enough. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did we break it? Did we break the matrix? Look, I think that's what it is. 2020 was low power mode. Like it, they hit the. Low power mode, because like, man, something's fucking up. Let's fix it. Hit low power mode. Put us all in the house for a little bit. <laughs> like, you know, just sit in the house, cook for a little bit, and we'll be back. Because <laughs> what the fuck? Well, we'll hit the restart button in 2021. <laughs> Start you right back. Man. Yeah, right. Matrix come back soon. Uh, another quote. Uh, often, like I said, all this could be we really should have just watched this in my intro to f philosophy because the quote, uh, do you believe in fate? And he said, no, because I don't like the idea that I cannot control my life. Mm -hmm. uh, just all these things. Then, you know, when he puts him into the first simulation and, you know, they're just sitting down in the chair or whatever. And he says, um, what is real? You know, that was the first question that came out of philosophy. And we had to figure out what is real and describe it as far as like, because he was trying to say the chair isn't real. So it's just, all of this could be really have been taught in the intro to philosophy. Yeah, uh, it's great because it, it's great at getting you to just like fuck with your own head. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah man oh and then as we saw um cypher sitting with the agent or whatever and he says uh you know the thing about the stake that's that was the yeah. that was literally one of the basic arguments that we had first like two classes and he said you know after all of this nine years of being in this shit uh realized that ignorance is bliss which is fucked up for a person to like thought and feel all of a sudden. That nah, that ain't me. <laughs> so like, you would you would you you would definitely have taken the red pill then. Mm -hmm. I would have definitely taken the red pill, would not have regretted it because I'd rather I would rather know what the fuck's going on. I would rather know what the fuck's going on then live in this blissful stupidity. Well, honestly, like, very blissful. <laughs> and, and like, and if I know what the fuck's going on and I can like get back into the Matrix whenever I want, then mm -hmm. I'm gonna be Neo in this bitch no matter what. Like, Which they also talked about in general uh, with the whole as we find because I think also this was the same scene that the agent was talking to Morpheus and saying that you as humans believe that finding your reality is through suffering, which then made me think of my schooling because I um, did a class called Transpersonal uh, Psychology, which basically fo focuses on uh, meditation and Eastern, Western side of the world. Um, the Tao teaches suffering that life is suffering so that made me think of that yeah and i technically i i see that but i don't i don't agree with it exactly 
what do you agree with or what what's your I, I don't believe that life is suffering or that I definitely don't believe it has to be. Like there's there are plenty of people who think that to live is to suffer, but I don't. To live is to to know that you can suffer, but that's not all that it is. Well, then I also thought about the the moment uh, where we basically think that uh, he's about to kill the agent's about to kill Neo, and he's like, "You hear that? That's your impending death." You know, like it just makes you think. Well, I mean, eventually we are marching towards death. Yes, but um, to to see death as all right, everything about life is a choice. I, I see life as a choice. Life is a series of choices. And to view death in however you view it is a choice. I choose to view death as something that is inevitable, but not to be feared. Like, yeah, it's going to happen. It, <laughs> death is a part of life, but that doesn't mean you have to be afraid I I don't know if I can agree with that totally. <laughs> you don't know if you can agree with that you the the choosing or the choice that I made. No, just the fact that I. Oh, let me put it this way: uh, if I, because I've I've had like two no three near death experiences. The moment where I thought I was going to die, that was the most desperate moment <laughs> ever because that I, I feel like in that in our, our natural response is to want to live. Yes, I'm not saying that, that that doesn't mean I don't want to live. That just means I'm not. It means that I'm not afraid that it's going to go away. I, I, I understand that it's going to go. away. I already know that. I, I know it's not guaranteed from the second I got it. It will go away, but I won't run towards it. I won't run towards leaving here, but I also won't like be afraid once it happens. Because hmm. I, 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 I know it has to. Uh, another direct quote, uh, it's never been done, but that's why it's gonna work. That was Neo, right? He said that. Yeah. She said, Trent she said it's, never been done. it's never been done. And she, he said, that's why it's going to work. Yeah. And that's, and that's another, that's another, I think, another layer to this movie where it's, and the end scene, like, uh, shows it very clearly. Like when he decides, because this the other layer of this movie is the power of your mind and how you choose to think and what you choose to believe. When he decides that he he's like, you know what? I am the fucking one. You cannot kill me because none of this is real. When he decides that what he says is law, what he says will happen, it just starts to happen. That's See, another one of my favorite things. The power, I, I, I believe in this, to a certain extent, the power of positive thinking. I also believe in the power of negative thinking. Like, but there the, was the moment when he gets up from that fucking floor and they shoot at him and he just says, no, like, no, these bullets will not hit me. You will not destroy me. No, I refuse to be destroyed by this. But see, I I won't say I have a problem with that. I'll say the moment before he got up, what happened? It was to me, I felt like the the it's like a notion of love actually does conquer all because I thought I thought she, that's what you were gonna get at. I thought yeah, I'll you go ahead. I was like, really? A kiss wakes him up? Are we in some Disney shit? Like, it just, I, I get it, but it's like, 
because they they killed him. They killed him. And then she says, the Oracle told me that, you know, I would fall in love with the one and I'm in love with you. You cannot die. She kisses him and then boom, he wakes up. I'm like, this is... I was kind of... I understand that reaction. And I had that reaction... I had that reaction the first time that I started to like look at the other layers of this movie. I had that reaction the first time. But then I also thought like it's the choice was still his to decide to believe in himself. So for all of us, whatever gets you there to like decide to believe that you are this or that or whatever is whatever gets you there. He wouldn't have had to get. He wouldn't have been able to get there unless the kiss didn't happen. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, for everyone, it's different. Whatever makes you like decide to, I'll flip it into another thing. Whatever makes you decide to get off your ass is whatever it is. For some people, it's that. For some people, it's like love and all of that stuff, and like the other person wanting them. For some people, that's the thing that makes them decide to get off their ass and become who they have always been. But like viewing it again, it's like, that's just like, because that's his journey. This movie is his journey. That mm-hmm. is not gonna be like that for everyone. Cause like he is the one, but everyone is one. So my journey would be different. The thing that would make me get off my ass would not be the love of trinity like she's great she's dope she's very pretty but like that's not the thing that's gonna make me believe that like i just wish they wouldn't have gone that route as far as because the, then it just makes me think of all the fucking disney shit and i'm just like can we i can tell you right now that that part was most likely like a studio thing like make sure he has a love interest i just because uh... it because it could have been any other movie about any other thing and his motivator would have been different. It's just in the like Western mindset of storytelling, the motivator is often like a love story. Like the motivator is often like a significant other. That's just Western filmmaking and storytelling. Yeah. (sighs) That was the only like, Cause like I, I still think the movie's fantastic regardless, but I, I just think that was the one thing that was like, really guys, really we're gonna go that route, okay? <laughs> no, no movie is perfect. No movie is perfect. Just, no movie you know, without like, sin. That was just my one upset. <laughs> supposed to be a romantic movie that's why i was just like there was no need for the aspect of that like uh there was this one part in if i just kind of take gear uh in another direction real quick uh there was a part in jurassic uh park and it was the the fourth movie where they started the Jurassic world um, where, you know, all this craziness is fucking going around and, you know, this guy, you know, all the people are flying and they're, they're, they're falling and everything. And he's about to, you know, get, uh, hurt or whatever. And he, you know, the girl saves him and then he kisses her. I'm like, there's no reason for this right now. We're in danger. Can we just not? Okay. But the, again, I hit you with the same argument that, Every person's journey is different. Like when some people, like you, you, you get some people that ask you this question, like, "Oh, if this was the last day on earth, what would you go run and do?" Some people would say, "I would go run and be with my wife." Some people would say that. Some people would say, "I would go run and be with my girlfriend." Some people would say, "I would go be with my children." Some people would say, "I would go like be with my mother or my parents for like the last time." Different people have a different journey. They just often choose to depict the journey. That involves like romantic shit. And I guess, is, I guess in, in that like sense, it makes sense for it to be that way. I just like, I have an expectation of what type of movie I'm watching. If I'm watching an action movie, I'm trying to see the action, not romance. 
romance. If I'm watching a romance, I'm gonna expect a fucking romance. Yeah, but that's like saying that life is one thing. Life is a mini splendored thing. So sometimes there's romance in life. Sometimes there's fear. Sometimes there's action. I guess. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Like I said, that was just my one upset. But yeah, all the other shit is just fantastic. Um, is there any other quotes? Oh, so like me being a theater geek of my my own, I did key on a certain part where uh, Cypher was talking to the agent and, you know, he was telling him, well, what do you want to be? You know, because he was like, I don't want to be this. And he said, I want to be someone important, like an actor. He kind of looked to the camera. That's what's called breaking the fourth wall. Did he look at the camera? I saw him look at the camera. And also, I love that you think you need to exp- explain breaking the fourth wall to a guy with a uh, movie podcast. That I'm was, just saying. I thought you needed to explain it. Listening. This is not all about. It's not all about you. So, I'm just saying. Uh, for the people that are listening. Okay, that may not know that part. Okay, that's why I'm saying it, sir. Um, <laughs> that's called breaking the fourth wall in uh, a movie or a TV series, where because they're not supposed to look at the camera. So, boom. You know, everybody's seen Deadpool, right? So what? You know, everybody learned that from like watching Deadpool. But all right, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you explained it for everybody. Why are you so just? This is why I don't like you. God damn! I'm glad you. I'm glad you movie explained everything for everybody. Because being like people. you, why am I here? <laughs> Where are we friends? I don't understand. There's no hope for this friendship. I swear to God. I swear hey, to God. You need to see yourself. <laughs> what was the next? What was the next thing you had? <laughs> like what? What did you have about that? Like what? Did you think they were trying to say something with that? With the whole like? I feel like that was actor just, is someone important. I think that was a nod to obviously what we're watching, you know, and that it's kind of breaking into showing you like this is also reflecting art imitates life and life imitates art. Okay. So that that's what I feel like that was trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm talking to you. Um, so the part about the spoon. <laughs> the part about the spoon. Um, there is no spoon. There is no spoon. There is no spoon. There is no spoon. That's how he said it. There is no spoon. The spoon doesn't bend. It's you slash your mind that bends. Um, And then, oh, yeah, the oracle pointed to the sign above her door that says, know thyself. I think it was. But didn't she say it was in Latin? Yeah, she said it was in Latin. Um, so I pointed that out. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, this like this movie was clearly made by two people that were struggling with their identity. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. It's very clear. Uh, oh, Morpheus is held captive, and there's a possibility that the agents can hack into his mind. Neo has to make, oh, the decision to sacrifice himself or save him or he will be killed. So Jesus moment. Yeah. Hmm? I said his Jesus moment. Yeah, in mind. You gotta sacrifice yourself. And then the comes up. Huh? I said I gotta <laughs> sacrifice myself to serve more for this. I gotta do it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Felt good. Yeah, with the wild friends, I don't understand. Um, 
Oh, um, like the, what are they called? I guess they're actually viruses that are trying to hack into the ship. The ones that are like, look oh, like the, uh, Oh my God. We just watched the movie. What were they called? <laughs> I didn't write that part wow. down. Wow. I, re- I forgot what they were called really that quickly. Well, I just you know that, like I said, they're just like the whole thing about the virus thing. And then, of course, the agent brought up about the virus. So, uh, which is kind of fitting since we're dealing with a virus now. Um, there was something else. I, sh- I wish I would have wrote these in order, but it was just kind of all over the place. I wish I didn't forget what the name of those damn tentacle robots were. How? How? How did... Uh, th- you know what? I'm going to use the internet. I'm going to see. Didn't work it Nope. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up is that uh, like the ringing of the phone kind of was... It kind of, for me, it kind of reminded me of the kicks in Inception. So that later became like a kick in, 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 in Inception. Oh, yeah, like waking up from a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a ringing of a phone or it could just be your fucking alarm clock. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I didn't think about that way. Yeah. Sentinels. Ah, duh. It's the what same thing as an X-Men. The, the Sentinels. Oh, okay. Just like an X-Men. Fuck. So I didn't know that I haven't seen X-Men. Like any of them? <laughs> look at now look, I'm gonna tell you which ones to watch. So I'm I'm remind me to do that. I'm gonna send you the list of which X-Men movies to watch. Okay. There's some you could just avoid and don't worry about. But you're gonna I'm gonna make sure you have the perfect X-Men movie experience because you haven't seen any of them. I'm gonna send you the ones that you should see. Okay. So if you get a, when you get around to them, you get around to them. <laughs> I can't believe you ain't seen none of them. I just I haven't see just Which like is interesting. See, this is interesting because it's really interesting that those things are called Sentinels in this and in X Men because X Men is very much about like identity and that. Mm. Yeah, we might have to. This might be a series. So we're just gonna keep. Okay, cool. I'm yep. I'm done with it because I I was just like, yeah, I thought I had it, but I actually have this. Yeah. Which... I might re I might revisit those. The revisit. That's... Let me see if there's any other notes here. Another thing that I do love from like the world of the Matrix, have you um seen like the animated shorts that they did? Mm, no, no, I haven't. All right, so there's this one animated short, and it's about like an athlete, right? Just like this athlete just training to like just be the best, break like a racing record, and he runs so fast, he wakes up from the matrix oh shit (laughs) and i just thought that that is the most amazing thing because like it's it's proven that like there's nothing individually special about anyone except for the fact they decide to try to be fucking special like he made the choice so much to dedicate his life to like being this amazing athlete that he broke the rules of the matrix and he woke himself up that's fucking crazy like that shit is dope which also brings me to the other thing uh in the very beginning which i feel like there's just this running theme that happens in these types of movies because i'm I'm gonna bring the point here um when in the beginning uh trinity's speaking to him through the computer and she said to follow the rabbit 
Uh-huh. And then she sees the rabbit, or he sees the rabbit on uh, on the girl in the tattoo, and then they she uh, he follows them to the with club. that really odd like movement because no move no no woman just ran into yes. like, I've never was, yeah. <laughs> like she must have already had the tattoo there, so they're like we got to find a way to show her that. Even and though it, he could have just said he could have just said no, I'm not going to the club. But they could have all turned around. Yeah. And then he would be like, oh, wait, never mind, I'm going, because he would have started to Just subtle, you know, just turn around with it. it that was, was not subtle. It's okay, though. It's okay, though. And then Morpheus later uh, references Alice in Wonderland and tumbling down the rabbit hole. And then in the uh, scene when they're at the Oracle's house, you see in the TV there's rabbits showing on the background. So I'm going to connect this with one of the movies that has now become a favorite of mine, um, Get Out, you know, The mm-hmm. Rabbit. And then he uses it again in Us. Hmm. Like there's a, there's a connection there that keeps happening with the theme of rabbits. That's interesting. Because I always just saw this movie as like, it's also Alice in Wonderland. Like the Oracle yeah. is the caterpillar. Yeah. But... I still I've watched us so many times and I still don't understand exactly why he used rabbits there was like I said because I I watched the movie and I take my notes and then I watched the uh, the reviews with the uh, the Easter eggs and shit in there to kind of follow along with certain things but uh, because they go into like details of like like certain songs like uh when we did Inception, there was a song that was repeated and then it was like personally or not purposely slowed down in one of the scenes. So like I pick up on those things when I watch these types of movies. But the rabbit thing, like I just noticed it and I was like, what the fuck is up with these rabbits? So it's just this running thing. It's been shown in like three or four different movies that I know of, so. I just thought I would throw that out there. <laughs> it could it could be something. I don't know, but it could be something. Cause that the in us there there was the whole thing of rabbits. Like there was yeah. all two cages. And the connection, there is a connection with this movie and us. Like with this movie, it's it's an identity issue about like being who you think you are on the inside and wanting that to reflect on the outside, which is great. They have it in the movie that like, oh, this, when you're plugged in, this is just projection of what you decide that you look like. Projection. Yeah. Like you look like you do in the real world, but you decide what you look like and you can make your own decisions as to what you look like. And then with us, which I feel like not everybody gave a shit about this aspect of the movie, but like there is, there's, I feel like there's always this aspect of black people that we have like, especially in a certain point of our lives, we have two sides to ourselves. We have like ourselves that we feel like we can be comfortable with around us, other black people. And then you have it like, where you feel like you need to change, like you feel like you had a code switch. Yeah, code switch. I, I, myself had to literally work on not doing that anymore throughout my life but like i feel like that's that's a weird connection that this movie has with us because us is also about identity like mm-hmm. there's like oh there's the you and then there's like there's that inner motherfucker that <laughs> yeah Stop. Uh, oh, which brings me to the other thing I said, the residual self-projection. When he was talking about that, like, this is what you project yourself to look like. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is dope. Just like, because that it could be interesting, because I really wonder what they're going to do with this fourth movie. It could be interesting when, like, you learn, like, oh, this is a Matrix, and whatever I decide I look like, I look like. It would be interesting if he would have plugged in again and looked completely different. Like it's still Neo, but Neo just decided that he wanted to look like something else. Which, like, 
honestly, if you needed to recast the movie, you could just say that that's what he did. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Let me see if there's any more news because I just, I'm running through these motherfuckers. Oh, you already made that point about the Disney. That was my upset. <laughs> yeah. It, was there any other things that made you like, yeah, didn't like it or like kind of cringe? Um, just okay. So this is just me just thinking about like outtakes and what would be funny as fuck. Remember when Cipher jumped on all of them? Uh, <laughs> look, every time I watch this movie, you know, Lawrence Fishburne was sitting there like, "Look, mother." Every time I watch this movie, and every time I like watch movies. It's hard for me. I, I I remember like, oh wow, like ah, this is one of those reasons why I couldn't be an actor. I would not be able to just lay there like that shit, that shit would have been funny. I would have broken up the scene every time. I'd be like, this, I can't like, why, he, why he sit on my lap? This is dumb. Like <laughs> he sat all he got all up on him was like And then he was like this. I was like this is why I'm not an actor. Like, this is the it's thing like, that, like, I could never actually act. And then he's talking, the way he's talking to uh, Trinity, and I'm just like, so cringy. Oh, so cringy. Oh, in I, that moment, the whole, like, not like this. Not, not like this. Not like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, I've, I never looked at it as funny as it was until I started watching Kev on stage, and he, like, he uses that all the time. And like now I only see it for the comedic part of it. She's like, not like this. I was like, no, not like this. Don't, don't make me watch it. Not like this. <laughs> so that it, was it, like, my cringe slash I'm thinking about like what the outtakes would look like of this because you yeah. are not gonna jump on my lap and be like Yes, exactly. Like I Actors are a different kind of person. So I'd have cracked up laughing. I'd be like, cut, because this shit is stupid. <laughs> like, why are we doing this? And he's kind of heavy, so can he get off my lap, please? Well, I was like, this also is a grown-ass man. Like, he grown as fuck. Like, look, bruh, don't jump. Like, <laughs> he jumped on Lawrence Fishburne. Like, motherfucker. <laughs> There, there'd be more than a few takes of me trying to work that one out. You would have to do like at least a hundred takes, at least. That was just that's it would it would take a while for it to stop being funny. Like <laughs> I don't think it would not be funny to me. I'd be like Shit. I was like, okay, okay, I gotta I gotta get paid today. Like let's let's do it. <sighs> <laughs> They'd be like, look, you gotta do it or we're gonna fire your ass. Like, okay. That was not funny. Go ahead, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought that that was like a little cringeworthy scene because I was just like thinking of them as the actors themselves doing this. And I was just like, yeah. I don't know yeah. if I can. <laughs> I, I, I get, I feel like I get one of those movies and one of those moments is just about every movie. Always happens. Actors are, are different. Different yeah. animal. <laughs> they put themselves through hell. For real. Um, yeah, I think I read through all my notes and quotes. We went through two pages of notes and quotes like notes that. And quotes. Notes and quotes, dear. Notes and quotes, boats and hoes. And boats and hoes. <laughs> Get you some boats and hoes. Terrible, stop it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, well, just also the fact that um, same dialogue that he was having with Morpheus, the agent, saying, you are the cancer and we are the cure. Yeah, and that that's a multi-layered like bigotry kind of aspect of things that, that these conformists think that like everything else is wrong. 
I am right, the way that I see the world is right. So I'm just gonna like solve it. Black not people, cool. you're wrong. We gotta I mean, solve it. Gay cool. people, you're wrong. I gotta solve it. Fucking. Let me think of uh, like a thing about like Hitler. You know, like yeah, man. dictator type of. Like I gotta cleanse shit. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was yeah. That was my two pages of notes. Well, and, God damn. Yeah. All right. I'm now. Gonna All right. So now let me go into my two pages of notes also. And we're going to talk God to another. Damn. No. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is, is not true. I took like a half a paragraph of notes and then I stopped because I was like, she got notes and fine. I'll remember what I'm talking about. That's what we're going to do. Huh? We're gonna we were gonna rely on my shit. That's that's what, what you were going to rely on my notes, sir. Huh? I must not be hearing you correctly. I must not be hearing you correctly. There must be something wrong with our connection. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> no, because I knew that if I was coming into a fresh, fresh, that I was gonna remember everything that I need to say about it. And I did. Oh my god, never is I, I knew it was kind of like I was. So hate her all your life. Like, just, I just make sure, only, make sure it's only some of your life, not the whole life span. When it comes to you, I'm gonna always <laughs> be a hater. Always, cause that ain't no way to live. Bastard. There ain't no way to live being a hater. <laughs> That, hey, look here. I'm not going to do this. We're not going to do this. We're not going to go into the end of 2020. We're not going to go We're not being going to the end of 2020 flipping people off and whatnot. This year is almost over. It is almost over. And I, I say positive. Even positive. Oh, fuck At least make a plus sign out of it. Keep it positive. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't give me two subtractions. Don't give me two negative signs. Put a plus. Make it plus. You stupid. Disney plus. Hulu plus. Disney plus. 2020 plus one. This, this, that's what we're going to do. Plus one. Yeah. Like I said, there's no hope for this friendship. I don't know why we're here. Look, look here. There's no hope for many things. This is going to work out just fine. We're going to get you to watch the X-Men movies next. We may revisit the other two Matrix movies. I haven't decided because I don't yeah, know I if I want to... Apparently, on your game, I didn't, I didn't do... I came in in the middle of it and I definitely <laughs> didn't get anything except the one thing I gave, <laughs> gave to someone else. It's all right because that... The trivia is coming. The trivia <laughs> games are coming. They're going to be recorded for this podcast, so they're going to be coming for real. There's going to be some real competition, and I look forward to it, and I look forward to having you back on here, whether you're just reviewing movies with me or mm-hmm. if you're actually doing some, you know, yeah, we're going to get into some trivia. We're going to get them... I'm gonna get a, a Titanic category. You'll be all you. over it. You'll be all over it. Let me get a couple of romantic movies over here. I'm looking at my shit right now. Look, see, yeah. I I got I got other categories coming. We're gonna get it. Cause all those categories, I was like, shit, nigga. It was the first one. It was the it was the pilot. It was the test. <laughs> I, have, I literally every one of those questions and like things I was like I have to pick stuff that I could just know off the top of my head because if like something goes wrong with me trying to check the answers while we're going I don't want that to happen so I wanted to make sure it's stuff that I just knew off the top of my head so most of those questions is just stuff I know okay because I was just like shit nigga I don't know none of these because yeah because for like the stuff for like for you and if I can get Lisey on here I'm gonna have to go into stuff that I don't know because I don't know romantic movies like that. Like, like I know some, but I don't know them like that to be making questions. Romantic movies. Like I'm, I'm gonna have those like hundred point questions. Yeah, those would be easy. I come up with those, but like 
when I want the questions to be difficult, I'm going to have to like dig deep. But I'm going to get y'all. I'm going to get it. We're going to be all right. Yeah. So, I'm just yeah. because I was like, I know like my movies are completely different from what y'all watch. So it's just, yeah. I, don't I think know. I'm the, I think I have like the best amalgamation of like the, the taste throughout the trap. Like, like right here is just a stack of my Christmas movies. Family Stone, seen that the holiday. That's a modern classic. Uh, Almost Christmas, I've seen that one. Jeff Dunham can go to hell. Uh, Damn, Madea, you don't like he, he can also go to hell. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, look, we, I'm not even going to put that. I know, I know, I know. I'm not even going to put that on the podcast about how much I feel about that person who makes that stuff. But I really don't like Jeff Dunham because it's just a white guy being racist and saying, oh, the puppet said it. That's why I'm fucking him. Understandable. I only watch certain things of it, and that doesn't really have anything. And no, you're good. Look, I'm not judging your stuff. I'm just stating my feelings. You're stating your feelings. Yeah. Magnificent bastard. Look here. Okay. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Because you know. <laughs> I'm saying your nickname? No, because people want to talk shit and say it in a you want to say it in a weird way. I don't think I didn't peep what you're doing. I see what you did. I saw what you were doing. You did mm-hmm. an accent earlier and my, then you my made curtain, My curtain was open and I saw what you were doing from inside my house. I saw it. <laughs> so don't, don't give me the that. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I was gonna give you time to promote, but I don't want you to promote your shit now. I don't want to hear. It. Well, <laughs> I didn't promote anyway because I'm me. Anyway, so you can follow me on Romantically Jinx. Okay, all right. It's on all platforms: Anchor, Google Play, you know, Apple, and all that shit, all that good shit. Then you got me on the Purple Vibe. Okay, all right, all right. Period. <laughs> in the purple vibe. Also on all different platforms. Stop looking at me like that. Um, <laughs> you can also find my social medias. Uh, Instagram. It's Pretty Purple Princess Twenty Five. Okay. Pretty Purple Princess. You see all this purple in the background. Alliteration. Alliteration. I love it. Uh, and also, Facebook, the Purple Vibe. I still haven't gotten a page for the Romantic Blue Jinx thing. I'm going to work on it. But yeah, that's my shit. And it'll take that long to set up an email and set up a page. So get on it. What? Uh, and we're so happy to have had you on and hope that you can come back soon another time. Absolutely. But that's it for this one.